talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! What do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> No, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am the movie moron himself, and this is the movie moron podcast. Uh, I am your host, Easton Moore, um, and we did this last week, um, but no one decided to go watch Firestarter, and no one decided to watch our episode. So I'm going to do it again. If you guys are listening and you guys like the podcast, and you guys want to do something to help us out, and you have to spend zero dollars, you just have to spend twelve seconds to go down and write a review on Apple Podcast, or if you're listening on Spotify, just tap five stars. I'm the only one that's liked it or reviewed it, rated it on Spotify. So a little help, please. I can't be the only one. So, Because that's where I listen to it. I listen to it on Spotify. Um, I don't like listening to my voice that often, so I don't do it too often. But when I do listen back, uh, that's where I listen to it. Um, but nonetheless, uh, please do that. To help us out, just helps us get on the the front page whenever somebody searches the movie. Whoop, whoop. That helps us come up. So, um, on to the uh, well introductions. You don't have a soundbite for yourself? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. While you're doing that, I did find where to call you stupid to be an insult to stupid people came from. Oh, okay. It's yeah, from a fish called Wanda. Yes, nineteen eighty-eight. Yep. I like I said, we wrote that theme song. Way before, and I found them all, and I, I, I couldn't remember exactly where it was. Um, but thank you for figuring that out. Um, but yes, I am the host. Uh, again, I'm announcing I'm the host, uh, Easton Moore. My, my, here come the fuzz. Here come the fuzz? Here come the fuzz from Hot Fuzz. Here comes the hot stuff. Showed buff. Sammy and Tristan that not too long ago. They oh, both seriously? loved it. You liked it? They fell asleep, but I don't oh. remember. You really liked it, but That's you ended up falling right, asleep, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you told me you really liked it. and You were trying to stay awake, but it just we started at you know ten thirty. Okay, whatever, but like, so. what is it? It's about the British cops. The like really good cop gets promoted to this random. Is it gory? T- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you liked it's, it's comedy. Yeah. Oh, is it the guy from uh, Mission Impossible? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then with me, as always, the guy who's singing the 007. <laughs> Mission Impossible, my man. There you go. There's your sound pad. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Trevor Ledger. What in the name of mighty Hercules is this? How did this get here? Cute B. That's that's Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. In the, the B movie. movie. It's true. Um. And then uh, to the right is my lovely wife. 
and uh, all-time guest, Tristan. Looks like Daphne wants to scare up a couple of new boyfriends. <laughs> what? It's Looks Scooby-Doo. like, yeah. Ro-ro, Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. The movie of the week is uh, a horror movie, uh, if you decide to call it that or not. Uh, Men. Men. Which is uh, a movie directed by um, a man. <laughs> you gave me the, f- the iPad back, but you had it locked. Oh no! You jerk. Do you know the password? Okay, no, okay. It, it it came right up. Okay, um, Alex uh, Garland. Yeah, Garland. Yeah, I said Garland. Whatever. Um, but yeah, Garland, uh, who also did Ex Machina, and mm-hmm. he also did um, Annihilation. Annihilation. Which so you some reviewed on this podcast with Nathan. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Um, it was very beautiful. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Both the podcast and the movie. Oh, I thought we were talking about Nathan. And Nathan. Nathan, you're beautiful, man. Yep. We love you. You don't listen, but we love you anyways. Rude. He doesn't watch enough movies to <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> he can listen to the spoiler free. That's true. He he tunes in every once in a while, but only for select movies. But anyways, that doesn't matter. Uh, um. Yeah, that's that's who directed the movie. Uh, this is an A twenty four film. Uh, so yeah, let's just I guess get right into general thoughts. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think about the movie? I'll go first. Um, to divert from the usual, uh, I really enjoyed it, and I find myself thinking about it often. And I think I'm going to go back and see it again. Uh, overall, I very much liked it. There are some technical... The only reason I have it, the rating I do, is because there are some technical aspects I thought were not accomplished very well. I mean, they were accomplished as well as they could have been, but I feel like with the budget and the notoriety that A24 has now, I was a little surprised that they couldn't pump out just a little bit more money. to, Unless they meant, meant for it to be that way, I guess, but... There were just some times when I was like, Ugh, what is going on with that? And not even necessarily like like as story-wise, but like... You mean CGI kind of stuff? Yeah, technical aspects of it. Hmm. That was just kind of like... Uh. But I mean, I agree with the uh part, but I don't... I think that it was... It, it looked really what it looked really good yeah there is some like cgi like gore stuff because it's a horror movie i, think and I thought big... all of that was actually pretty good yeah the third act is fantastic okay maybe yeah. we'll get into I... exactly the scenes you're talking about I'm talking because... more about the deep fake stuff oh okay yeah fair enough fair enough okay i cool, I, see, I totally yeah. get what you mean there <laughs> yes um i'm so yeah. confused so yeah, we'll get into all of it, and you will you'll you'll remember because we talked about it after the movie. Um, I do feel like I should say uh, before we get into Trish, Tristan's general thoughts, uh, this movie is a horror movie that's very metaphoric in a lot of its meaning. It's uh, uh, it's like it, left up to interpretation, kind of, kind of, but it's 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 very forefront in uh, men are like it's it's diving into the bad traits of men mm-hmm. and so like that's kind of the horror aspect i mean with the name man you can kind of but like just so you know like that's kind of what it's getting into so i was a little eerie going into it because mm-hmm. i was like okay is this going to be a leftist movie that's just trying to bash men in general and that's 
I didn't take that away from the movie, but I know some people have. And so like just kind of know that going into it, but it is a it is pretty gory. Mm-hmm. So if you can't handle gore, there's some really graphic stuff into it. Real graphic. Um and there's also nudity, so beware of that. Um penises this time. Yeah. yeah. Penises and vaginas. Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah, just uh uh, just be aware of that, but it's a it's a very slow burn horror. Uh, mm. So just if you're into slashers or if you're into like conjuring movies, that's not what this is. No. This is very much slow burn, slow, uh, creepy vibe horror, um, which is my favorite kind, <laughs> but uh, not everybody. So just want to kind of give you an overview of what the movie is before we 100 percent review it, sure. because a lot of people haven't seen this yet. So if you're kind of thinking about watching it or not, if that's your cup of tea. Go watch it. I suggest if that sounds interesting, don't watch the trailer because the trailer actually ruins more of the movie than I would than I would have liked. Really? Um, interesting. So just just kind of a forewarning there. So uh, Tristan, what did you what did you think about the movie? I did not like it really at all. It was fine for sometimes. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. I just. It grossed me out, and it it's not my kind of scary movie, and it doesn't really explain anything. You kind of have to, like, figure it out yourself, but then what I think it's trying to tell me, I'm like, that was a really stupid way of telling me that, in my opinion, but, that yeah. Yeah. So, I I feel like... The movie has kind of been divisive because it's super metaphoric in some of its telling of the horror or whatever. Mm. Um, uh, but then it force feeds it in some spots. Like it, it literally just tells you in some scenes. That's, so the people that like the meta, like met, artsy metaphor mm-hmm. style of movies are disliking it because it's like, okay, I just got like you show me this stuff through some like scenery and right. uh, just the theme and the way the movie's going and some of the characters. But then on the other end, it like just like it, it does all the stuff and then it just kind of like literally just like tells you something to kind of mm-hmm. get you there. I like to confirm it. Yeah. yeah. And then the other side of horror movie fans were like, don't like the metaphoric stuff. Like they want something more like I'm seeing everything on screen. That's what's scary. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't like it because a majority of the movie is telling you everything through stuff off screen. And, right. and Yeah. And then it's just telling you stuff. So it's like, okay, I think I get it because you told me, but also like, I didn't understand everything else that you've been doing. And to this point, is that kind of, yeah, is that kind of how you felt like that other part where like, you're trying to understand all this stuff and then like it tells you, so you feel like you understand it, but like you were confused for so long and no, Oh, I think this movie does a really not great job of blurring reality with metaphorical stuff. Yeah. Because I remember I'm glad you could uh get the language better than I could. Okay, there. yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I, because there are several times when like cuz sometimes we see these the some of the things that happen in this movie we see we see happen in a, in similar movies, but it turns out that it was not real or it was all in this person's head or it was it was it actually happened to them, but it only happened to them, and nobody else can really see it. Um, 
I'm kind of thinking back to uh, X when we went and saw that. Like that was all very realistic, very happening in the moment, and like th- like it was all real to us. This is on the same level of gore to me as X was, but with the exception that like what is happening to her is more metaphorical, and we just have to go along with it. But they treat it as real reality. And so it kind of exists in its own little niche thing, I think. Yeah, because at, at throughout multiple parts of the movie, you don't understand if this is like if what's happening to her is real. Right. Or if it's in her head or if it's some sort of psychedelic or if literally the whole entire thing is a metaphor for what she's going through in her real life. Yeah. And I think the end, like the very, 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 very end <laughs> kind of. Yeah, sums up a little bit, but it's it sums it up in a way that it's not like it it tells you, but then it doesn't doesn't explain. It doesn't explain the fact that okay, yeah, I don't want to get into why did these other things happen before then? Yeah, yeah. So like it it kind of solidifies, but then it also like leaves so much up to like questioning and Mm -hmm. confusion um, because they decided they didn't want to actually wrap it up because they wanted it to be a symbolic kind of movie. And so you can't have everything like, like you can't have everything legitimately. You can't have your cake and eat it too, Alex Garland. Yeah, pretty Dang much. It. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm ha- I'm not saying much right now because I'm having a difficult time, uh, s- s- like saying stuff without spoilers. I'm having a difficult time following you guys right now without knowing exactly what you're talking about. Well, yeah. we're kind of just talking broad general anyway so like yeah it is vague but i yeah. still don't i still don't i can't follow it very well this is kind of hard to talk well, i mean just because there's so many spoiler aspects to this just in the story itself. And, and that's why i said i think the trailer gives a lot away because like mm. it, i don't know just like i don't know maybe hard to explain just i sure. think you even the title gives away I think a little too much. I kind of hate the title, actually. I don't hate it, but I think it gives away a piece. I understand why it was named that, right? I and I and I appreciate, I appreciate it, but I also feel like it takes away from a part of it too. So, like, yeah, that's fair. I don't know. It it, it is hard to talk about without spoiling anything because, like, yeah. What were you gonna say, sis? Um. Uh. I don't remember. I did have a question for you. Um, color is used a lot in this. Oh, I know. I, I know what I was going to say. That I really, I really did like that. I liked the, I guess you call it cinematography. I don't really yeah, know, yeah. Ar- artistic direction. Yeah, like I liked when she was going through the woods and like the, Gorgeous I liked the house and yeah. I liked the tunnel and... Yeah, just cinematography. Like, yeah, um, all of that, all the like angles and the colors and the like different textures and. What stuff. did you think about the orange? Uh, what are you talking from about? the apartment? Ooh, oh, I don't uh, get it. So when they're in, in the, when they're in the apartment, there's always this really intense black splash of orange. Did you yeah. notice that the, at all? The flashbacks. No. Well, what I found interesting about that was orange from like a, I just looked it up after orange, like uh, from the cycle, you know how like light blue is supposed to be very calming and things like that. Orange is supposed to be like feelings of positivity and feelings of like 
rejuvenation and things like that and optimism. So I was a little confused, curious, yeah, why the why they picked orange for those not without giving too much away. Yeah, yeah. Why they picked orange for those specific scenes. But that being said, like you were saying, the, Kristen, the, yeah, the nature like the, to be fair that a lot of that's in the trailer. So oh yeah, yeah. Which is something I'm saying. Like I they. They revealed that kind of stuff in the trailer, which I didn't I think enjoy. You started to show me the trailer, and you only let me watch like a few <laughs> seconds of it, and then you're like, "I'm not going to show you anything else because they'll give it away." Yeah, nice, good man. <laughs> but I'm a very big advocate of not watching trailers before a movie because I think a lot of times studios will purposely put too much in the trailer because they like they want to draw people in, and the problem is, is they're revealing. Pivotal parts of or their story. Or you get something that you weren't expecting. expecting yeah. Like the trailer makes it out to look a certain way, and then you're like, oh, this isn't the movie that I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, tra- well, my biggest problem is like, so if I watch a trailer, I then have that in my mind about what this movie is. And so when I see something that's happening, um, I'm like, oh, this is directly correlated to what I saw in the trailer. So I'm already mm-hmm. pulling from something that's about like that's happening in the future into this. Yeah. And there was a scene specifically that very much upset me because I knew what was going to happen before it happened. And there was like a five minute wait before the thing that happened did happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, I know that there's more to this scene and sure enough mm-hmm. that happened. And if, and if I didn't know that was going to happen, I would have been sitting there with like maybe a little bit of eeriness or whatever, but there wouldn't have been an expectation of something happening. But sure. instead, I knew that thing was happening because I showed it in the tra- and I was like, that just, it, you don't need to do like, I just hate that going into a movie. I'm like, okay, I, I remember this around, like yeah, this looks yeah. similar to the scene that I've seen. I know this thing is going to happen. And then, so it just creates an expectation on the scene that shouldn't have been there in the first place. Cause every time you watch a movie, you shouldn't have any knowledge of what's happening in the future. Well, and I didn't so. know this until recently, but the way movie trailers work is there are studios out there that will specific, that do movie trailers only. So like a 20, what probably happened was a 24 sends a select amount of footage they have to a, yeah. a trailer production and then that studio will create a trailer based off the footage that they're given. So, yeah. like, they don't know what... I mean, most of the time, that they don't know what anything means, but... And, I do and re- that's why a lot of people or a lot... Like, directors will sometimes say that the, the, the trailer gave away too much of the film that they mm-hmm. than they wanted. And also, sometimes... Uh, the trailer would be misleading mm. because they like they they just get clips and they're just making this to make the most like appealing movie possible. And other times they'll use scenes that aren't even in the movie mm. because they're just sending right. scenes. And then sometimes those scenes get cut. And well, like yeah, they're... and like Multiverse of Madness, I was waiting for Superior Strength. I know that who isn't who he was, but he says things just got out of hand. And I hear that at all in the movie. And I was like, well, yeah. that's upsetting. I wanted him to be a bad guy, and then yeah. it was just whatever. And anyway. Then, and there's a lot of uh, and there's a lot of movies that like people have been like I like you hinted at this thing that was like really cool and it just never happened and I'm mm-hmm. like well, so why is this in a trailer not in the movie and that's that's yeah. a perfect example of why. Yeah. What I did really enjoy was the the combination of in in movie I forget what the word is in movie audio to soundtrack happening. There's there's a part. Well, you, this is in the trailer, but the da da ha thing that she does in the tunnel, mm-hmm. we hear that a few times t- throughout the movie, which I think is really cool. 
And then when she's, there's a moment where she screams and the score, ma- like her scream melds into the score. It matches mm-hmm. her and it like, it becomes a part of the music and a part of the scene rather than, oh, you know, the strings just did this luscious whatever thing and now she's screaming, but it actually melted. I thought that was mm-hmm. a very good direction they took with that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, all in all, I, I, I mean, I'm getting excited talking about it. I really like Yeah, this. I think we really need to go into spoilers to really talk about I'd the agree. movie. So the last thing uh, I'm I'm going to say uh, about the movie is I'm going to give you a blurb from my letterbox um, <laughs> because I feel like it was fairly well said. I um, gave you my iPad and don't even... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's because it's logged into you. Uh, that's right. So uh, I said this is one of the most beautiful movies you've probably seen since a 24 is the last or the green knight uh but just as jumbled in the plethora of metaphoric storytelling as its unclaimed predecessor so it's 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 probably just as beautiful like Mm -hmm. the green knight's an amazingly beautiful movie Mm -hmm. but the problem i think in a lot of uh, i've heard uh, other people say the same is the problem is it's just everything is spoken through metaphors and and well and when you said earlier that there's you know there's a you mentioned me and the thing you were talking about earlier the portion of people that that thought it did a good job explaining through metaphor but then just confirmed it and explained it through words yeah. i didn't like that and there's yeah. a very specific part we'll get to in spoilers yeah. and but, the green knight doesn't do that part right but i was right. saying like which is why i like the green knight yeah <laughs> um but what i'm saying is like the movie is absolutely beautiful like yes, it's, it's very and, very and also the the actors and actresses uh, are I think outstanding. Yes, I think I agree. they did a Especially phenomenal job. Man. Which yeah, um, Jeffrey yeah was absolutely. You see him in the trailer. R- Rory Kinnear. It is, is yes. His name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then of course also like and Jesse Buckley who's uh, mm-hmm. they were both like really fun. Good. Yeah, they were really good. Um, but I, I, it just has a problem with, and it, may, it could just be a theme of A twenty four stuff. They're trying to be really ambiguous and like, uh, oh, not open ended, but you know, just like, yeah. yeah. And, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't land every time. That's fair. Um, this movie was very quiet. There was a lot of silence yeah. and a lot of really specific sound like i remember mm-hmm. thinking when she first pulls up to the house this is the opening shot when when she first pulls up to the house and she close she opens and closes the car door it's like almost shocking how loud that is that mm. kind of yeah. sound it's it's i was like oh hello <laughs> yeah i really appreciate the sound yeah um i think it got better as the movie progressed i would agree mm-hmm. um and not everything got better as the movie progressed, but sound is one thing that did get better uh, because it because this is another thing I wrote in my review um, that you want to just read us your whole review. No, no, you just need to go follow me on some more. Oh, there it is. Um, that the movie does a good job of uh, like I'm not actually reading my review, but just reusing and and continuing the same things over and over again to create a sense of uh 
false security maybe yeah kind of or and just creepiness like yeah, you, you hear sure. the same sounds uh you see the same people um you see the same themes like these same things are just kind of happening every 15 to 20 minutes that just kind of keep you on edge and it yeah. does a good job of having these reoccurring that's the word i was looking for reoccurring things uh and and it's the the sound is what is the baseline of that reoccurring stuff and then everything else kind of falls in place with that reoccurring sound that makes it creepy which makes it eerie and 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 haunting to use their terms Mm -hmm. so and that's the stuff that i liked but then i think it really becomes a just i i don't know what in the last 15 minutes It, it definitely just becomes a throw up of themes and and motives and whatever uh i am glad that it, no no sorry i almost spoiled something there oh, but hello. uh <laughs> yeah it's really close so maybe that's the indicator that we should uh go move over spoilers yeah, yeah move yeah. on to spoilers unless you guys got any last thoughts i don't think so okay so i guess uh recommendations and then we'll go to spoilers do you recommend men i actually you know yes i do i recommend it yeah tristan no yeah I think for most people, no. I I think this is a very niche kind of group that would like this. Uh, but if it sounds good from what you've been hearing from us, I think you should go to the theaters to watch it. If you can However, translate what we've been saying for yeah. the past however long. I think if you're gonna see, if you're interested now, go see it in theaters. Yes, because the sound, the the visuals are amazing on yes. the big screen. Like literally, uh, I was wearing a leather jacket and I did not want to move. A single muscle because it was so quiet. I hate yeah. having to do the stinking like. I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. I we got there. My butt accidentally touched it once and moved, oh, no. and I didn't want to move it back because we're in a quiet <laughs> scene. I'm like, I'm sitting up now and I don't like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. If you are interested, I do think it's a theater movie. But if this doesn't this is not a movie to go outside your comfort zone mm. and go watch you also need to be very comfortable with, with some pretty intense gore yeah to sit through it. i close my eyes a lot yeah because yeah. i'm not I, but so like if you if you made it through like the scream remake or x i think you'll be okay but yeah it was bad yeah not bad in a good way it was a lot that's what yes it was, it was just a lot, a lot. Yeah. and so yeah, just you can probably just miss this. If none of this sounds entertaining to you, this is a very easy. Just go ahead and skip. This is not a must see horror movie. Right. There are. It's it's very. I almost don't want to call it a horror movie because it doesn't feel like it. I was extremely creeped out and on the edge of my seat the whole entire movie. Same. I. I don't know. I just I didn't. I wasn't there. Which which I I have read. I I went through and read a lot of letterbox reviews. And if uh, uh, hold on just a second. If Ben Sky, I won't say the the rest of your name on Letterbox ever listens to the podcast, he very much disagreed. He was very much on your side. Of he was not scared, creeped out didn't feel like a horror movie uh, yeah i mean there were all. like the whole movie there were points that i did but it wasn't consistent and i was just kind of like i don't this doesn't feel like what i was expecting to feel like did he comment on your letterbox yeah hmm. 
Maybe now I need to comment on your letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go pick a fight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like I totally like a, a lot of people are thinking the same thing as you that it does not feel like a horror movie. But I maybe I was just at, at the very beginning of the movie. I was I was in a weird state. I was in a hypercritical state at the very beginning of the movie, and I didn't like it because I was literally just thinking of the movie, and I'm like, okay, this is dragging out. This is mm-hmm. why is this scene in this exact moment? Like they, they are spending way too much time at this spot, and eventually I was able to get out of that, and I was happy because they're like Doctor Strange. I don't think I really ever got out of that mindset, but I think the movie was just we already reviewed it mm-hmm. that I just that it was why I couldn't ever get out of it. I actually was kind of similar. I remember at somewhere in the, like maybe the 45 minute mark or something like that. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And like, I'm not, I don't know how on board I am. But once we got past the forest, I was kind of, yeah, I kind I of think, gotten out of it. I think once you went to the church and we started seeing some of the extra town stuff, I sure. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was a very long recommendations, but I think there's some good more content for you. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to go to uh, the spoiler part of the review. And we are back. We're back. After that uh, short little break. This is the one time you could have just gone crazy where it's a horror movie. Never mind. Sorry. I liked it. Head shake from Tristan. Not the time to go crazy. I think I'm... Hello? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I uh, I think I'm going to start doing like just different voices. Every time? Because last time I was like, a, we're back. And this one was like, like, late night DJ. And we're back. Yeah. Or late night radio. Welcome to late night... Cat... Gosh dang it. The movie Moron Podcast. No, you soiled it. It's over. Soiled it. Okay. So, yeah, spoilers. Uh, if you made it past that 30 seconds, we're going to talk about spoilers. Um, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, we've already told you if you should watch it or not. Um, so, yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it. Um, do you guys want to know how many people were in this movie? You want to take a random guess? <laughs> Three, so, four. No, so it's, it was the main girl, the man, police girl. And then friend on the phone who may or may not have been real until the very end when we find out she is in fact real. <laughs> so four? You also have the there- um, uh, husband that kills himself. Right, mm-hmm. husband. And then you have the body of young George or Jeffrey. Oh, he gets credited as the body? Oh, that's it, funny. It doesn't say George body. His name is Samuel, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's funny, though. At least I assume that's who that is. That's it the doesn't, deep fake, it man. Doesn't that's have the one a, that freaked me It doesn't have a face on the letterbox. It just says Samuel, and I can't think of it, anybody I, else. I think that is him. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he calls. He says his he name. Samuel, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I looked at the letterbox after to see, like, I, like, the whole movie, I was like, everybody looks like Jeffrey. Like plot twist, everybody is. Jeffrey. Yeah, and so I was thinking of a whole movie. Like I'm gonna look at Letterbox and I'm gonna see if, in fact, they all are. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't even have to because it kind of confirms it just with the mm-hmm. plot. 
Um, I liked Jeffrey Jeffrey, though. Uh, that That's what kind of pissed me off. Yeah. I actually would have enjoyed this much more if Jeffrey Jeffrey was like... A good innocent guy, not part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just an innocent. I another thing I said in my review, <laughs> an innocent bystander. Like yeah. if you just would have been a, like he didn't know that these other versions of himself mm-hmm. were these fucked up alien <laughs> demon whatever. I don't know really what they are. Yeah. Like that's one thing that doesn't ever explain. And I I don't how, like yeah, that as the world works. Yeah. yeah. Like it was kind of make like it, it kind of leads you to believe it's it's some sort of like cult, yeah, or supernatural kind of thing happening, yeah, like some sort of de- like yeah, de- yeah. devil worshiping mm-hmm. or or maybe in this world it's a god worshiping, like it's something, well, and yeah, and that that altar is very significant. We see that all, which I think it was more of a dichotomy thing with like because the I, I took it as like. The the man's face, I, which I assumed was a man, is like a sun kind of thing, and it's angry. But then the backside of it is a woman who is calm, and so I thought it was just uh, uh, that woman was not calm. Well, she's, she was spreading her vagina lips open. What? Are you kidding me? You did I not guess get I was that. Just focusing on the face, then it literally showed a woman with tits and her legs up. I remember the titties with her. Fingers down towards her vagina, spreading them open oh, to see the clit so in her it, open vagina. So it was a uh, foreshadowing. Yes. What is that? Very what much was so. that? Uh, the altar in the church. Because mm. you saw that. You see that front part of it. That's like this. Gave me. It's very heavy Green Knight vibes, which is something I didn't mm. like. The fact that they pretty much have the same exact stone face. Right. Like yeah. it, it's and just, the the leafy guy at the yeah, end. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then on the back side of that. And you even gave a grimace look at it, so I think you realized that it was a woman's vagina. I but. was I was trying to figure it out. I oh, didn't okay. know for sure. Yeah. yeah, that is the that's the part where she's screaming though that we mentioned in the non spoiler. I but. I actually <laughs> don't remember us talking about that. Oh, the music. Oh, um, oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but well, there was also just the screaming of some child or or something in the woods, mm, yeah. which wasn't. Her. Yeah. That was something else that never really gets, unless it's Samuel or something. Uh, I thought it might have been naked Jeffrey. That's, but it was, but it was not a man screaming. That's fair. So, yeah, it was a child. Right. Maybe it was them playing hide and seek. I guess we also never really figure out who was in the in the bridge either. Who's chasing her? Because oh, that's that, that's definitely I naked. Think it was I mean, it's a naked guy. It's Do definitely what? the naked guy. But he has clothes on in the bridge. You can see his like trench coat or his like hmm. his jacket. Maybe that's when he took it off. Maybe. It's a good point. I nature Jeffrey, naked Jeffrey, took a lot of time for me to kind of figure out what was going on, but I think it's change is what I think he represents. I think he represents like because that's what led me down that whole like because I we talked a little bit before this. The way I interpret all those men is that they're all different versions of trauma she has to deal with with like her specific situation. So like Reverend Jeffrey is like sexual. The church. Is, yeah. Like, well, and and like uh, it, it uh, talks sexual, about the church with her before. Right. But and then you kind of see it later. But it's like it's like sexual desire. Man, yeah. That kind of thing. That fucking discussion between them two was 
rough. Was, yeah, for real. Uh, when they're sitting on the bench outside. Uh, no, at the oh, very end. In the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just like the. That was good horror, bad theme, mm-hmm. because like that's fair. It was really like. I'm glad she stabs him though. In her shoes. Having that man or that thing or whatever talking about like spreading her open, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff is horrifying, especially if you're a woman, I'm sure. Like, but for the movie, I don't see like I didn't see the significance of how that helped the movie at all. And that's kind of like I said with that, that's kind of what I my brain defaulted it to was like, this is maybe a discussion they've had. Are you revving up for something? No. Um, so that's what I took him as. And then Jeffrey Jeffrey is like the good parts of her relationship. And then Samuel, which I think it's funny that we know his name, is uh, is like, there's some more stuff with him with the crow. Maybe we can talk about it later. But, um, and then that's kind of what led me to like the whole, the, the nature, Je- naked Jeffrey is like the change and stuff. If that makes sense. Was the, were the bar people also Jeffrey? Yeah. 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 They didn't they really all were. they didn't really look like it at all. The Yeah, the the guy that was like he was playing with the coaster on the mohawk edge. Jeffrey. I didn't know he had a mohawk, but kind of looked like a mullet. But nonetheless. Like yeah. Yeah. He yeah, he, he definitely had like a was. cut on his face. Whatever. Yeah, cuz yeah. he attacks her at the end, right? He's in the sprints yard. at the, <laughs> He sprints at the door. That's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, I I think they did a really good job of s- making Jeffrey not look like Jeffrey in all these different versions of Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. The because, adult ones. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every time I was like, I was always second guessing myself. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, does every English bloke just look the same? <laughs> am I just am I just being racist? Oh, mate, do all these blokes look the same yeah. here? <laughs> I was like, am I being racist against white people right now? That they all look the same, but no, they all just are the same person. Um, so uh, that's literally what was going on in my head. I'm like, I'm Which fighting think, myself <laughs> the whole time. I think that was good on the movie's part. Because oh, that, oh, yeah. Because you're confused along with her. Mm-hmm. Like, because she looks at the guy that's playing with the coaster when she walks in the bar, kind of like, do yeah. I know you? Kinda? And she does the same thing with the cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But does, that makes, makes more sense take. because the cops came earlier. Yeah. I do like, because that's the first time you see a second man and you only see him for a second because she's talking to the policewoman and he turns his face to look at her and you're like, oh, is that, is that Jeffrey? Okay. I actually first thought of it with the naked man. Oh, yeah. I yeah. saw the naked mm-hmm. man and I'm like, he kind of looks mm-hmm. like Jeffrey. But then once you saw CGI fake Jeffrey, it was like, oh, Ooh, it's, yeah, because that is it's not rough, but it just when I looks... first saw him when he first took off the mask, I was like, what is up with his face? Yeah. And then I realized what they were trying to do. Yeah. And it like it's not bad deep fake. It's just it's just it's obvious. Very uncomfortable. You yeah. just know it's very. Uh, uh, Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. Shrek. Uh, Uncanny Valley. Yes, yeah. Um, if you know that term, it's just something that uh, it it looks so real, but like, like 
something just feels off. Like Polar Express is Uncanny Valley. Yeah. It's something that's it's meant to look as realistic as possible, but it's not real. So there's something that just feels slightly off about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it provokes an uncomfortable feeling. Yes. Typically. Yeah, that, that's the right terminology at the very end. It provokes an un- uncomfortable because you've, you know that something's not real about mm-hmm. it. And so it gave me very much that vibe. <laughs> um, but that's when I was like, okay, I was correct about the naked guy. And, uh, and I honestly wasn't even 100% sure about the preacher. Oh really? Yeah. I was really going oh, back and forth. He looks real clean. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's strange. <clears throat> I was really yeah. going back and forth. And our normal Jeffrey is like such a overweight like uh Yeah, he's just a old face guy. Yeah. Like he, he like he looks like a 47-year-old, you know, middle just has a rental property. Like he just like mm-hmm. fits that so well. He's just and trying I, to run an Airbnb, man. And I and I really liked his uh I really liked him in a lot of his stuff at the very beginning. Like yeah. I, his little mm. jokes is just like not really understanding social cues all that well, but like trying his best. Mm. Like I thought all that was really well, which is why I was rooting for him not to be. Right. Well, and then you kind of kinda get that not redemption, but like you get toward the end and he's like, it's just me. Like, let's go check it out. Let's, yeah. Oh, all clear. And then I like there's that line about him where he's like. My dad always my dad always said I'd yeah. be a great failed military leader or something like that. Yeah. He's just they, a good guy. I I don't know if it really tells us this or not, but they, I mean they are different though, right? Which one? All of them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like they all well, have. I, like I said, that's why I think that they're all different parts of her of her trauma or whatever you want to call her parts that she's not addressing. But yeah, yeah they are different. I'm a Tristan was given a face and I didn't have it on her uh, because uh, switching is hard. But I, um, oh shit, what were we, uh, <laughs> the they're, they all act different? Because he said he thinks they're all different parts of her trauma. Yeah, I I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that or not. I think the trauma part's a little bit. I, I mean that that definitely would be on brand for a twenty four, um, but I just I just feel like there like it, it, there's so much that's not telling us, and I think it's it's definitely a detriment to the movie, like a movie like it follows where there's a singular thing mm-hmm. that like you don't know what it is, you don't need to know what it is, but, but you the, know its purpose, yes, and you know why it does what it does, and you it, all of that being explained. That's where it's fine mm-hmm. not to know what it is. Well, the rules this, of that world are very laid out. And this is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Everything is confusion. Like, our character doesn't know. We don't know. It doesn't know. Like, yeah. And and I think that's a detriment to the movie for sure. Um, I, as a whole, I still was very... Like, this is a horror movie. And I was... Like, I, I guess we already said Tristan doesn't feel the same way. A lot of people don't feel the same way. But, like, I did feel creeped out and scared for our main character mm-hmm. a majority of the movie. Yeah. And so it, it did its purpose to a point, but then it feels like it's supposed to have this deeper purpose. And I think it kind of failed on half of the aspects. Mm-hmm. Some of it did a good job. We talked about it a little bit. I think this movie does a, a, a good job showing the... Uh, gaslighting of men i think that was kind of a theme that That was like the one thing that i got i think that's a theme that they had that they wanted to to show that 
that men can sometimes gaslight women into feeling a particular way and doing things that they don't necessarily want to do because they're like forcing them into cir- circumstances with emotional manipulation. Um, and some of it was pretty like heavy hand, like, like force feeding it to you. And other times yeah. were a little bit more subtle. And I like the subtle over like mm-hmm. our main, like the divorce. I'm going to kill myself. Like that felt a little out of, even though we don't get them too long. It felt kind of out of character and way too strong. Mm. Um, it could have been much more subtle, but you got something. Tristan I does. think um, when I like first recognized the gaslight stuff, um, I I took it as not so much like oh men are awful and they do this, but I took it as like good for her. She's not like second guessing herself. Like she's staying true to like what she knows. For sure. Yeah, like she finally, like she goes through with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she doesn't let him sway how she is responding to things. Yeah. That's fair. You had something. You had something before. Uh, Unless I w- you forgot it. That's okay. <laughs> no, I didn't forget. Uh, I'm honestly debating on where to say it, actually. Like. We're talking about the gaslighting with with he, he says the line. It's actually in my review. Yeah, the the quote, "I'll kill myself." Then you'll have to live with that on your conscience. Yeah, is that the gaslighting we're talking oh, about? Oh, that's the that's the heavy handed one. Yeah, okay. that's the one that's like okay. legitimately like shoving down your throat, <laughs> right. gaslighting. But there's also a few other instances that I can't yeah. remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but uh, well, obviously the preacher is one. Yeah, the preacher's one, and there's park, another but... one that I can't oh, quite get my hand she, on. The guy gets they let the they they let naked Jeffrey go. Yeah, and she's like he's stalking me, and they're like, "Well, what you saw him twice?" Like, yeah, there's even another one I can't remember. So like, there's that's four and the one I can't name. Yeah, is a uh, uh, maybe fourth, mm-hmm. but yeah, three right there. Well, it happens at the very end too. Oh yeah, yeah. With the mm-hmm. that's still the the same line of what Trevor was talking about. Oh, uh, when the, he says, "What could I have done?" or "What like do you love me?" or something. Like that. He, it was just says. like you, you watch us on Thursday, so yeah. it's been a couple days for you. But he was just like, uh, "Oh yeah, you guys just watched this." <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. yeah, he was just like, uh, um, uh, she asks, "What could like what can I do to get you like yeah to be?" I wrote okay. it down. Oh, oh, great! Uh, yeah, she asked, like, "What would you like? What could you? What could I do?" Yeah, and he said, "You could love, like, just I just want you to love me. I just me. want your love, yeah." Or and like, that's that 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 is the same form of get like, yeah. If she doesn't love you, she can't give you something she can't give you. Like that's yeah, and you can't just hold over suicide over this person. Said Tristan's got something profound. Go. It's not profound okay. at all. Uh, but she when didn't... when we were in the car and I didn't want to tell you what yeah, I was, what I was thinking. It was that scene where the births and then it's her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he shows up, I immediately thought of Shrek the Musical when she says, "Looks can be deceiving, but feelings cannot lie." Do I love him? <laughs> 
Shrek. It all goes back to Shrek. And, thought, and it made me happy in a movie I was not enjoying. And then she, she says, "What do you, what do you want from me?" And he says, "For you to love me." Mm-hmm. And that reminded me of old Craig. <laughs> Do you think you could ever learn to love me? You could learn to love me. That's all. Yeah. Um. I think I'm funnier than I am. I no, no, that, that was for uh, the old Greg, old reference pulled it out. That's right. Good. Early, early two thousands. Early two thousands YouTube, prime YouTube. If you ask me, that's just OG YouTube. That's right. Um, back when it, the slogan was "Broadcast yourself," and I thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Um. Okay, so the friend that she talks to on FaceTime. Uh-huh. Riley. Yes. So I had a moment. We were talking about metaphor versus realism. She tech she uh, she texts her and says, just message me. And she sends her the location. And then it's Samuel yeah. responds. And he says, I know you where you are. And um, then the crow flies through the window. Later, we see Samuel after she cuts the hand, of, which was sick. And I was like. I hated every second of that. It was good, but like I like, yeah, right. No, I liked it. <laughs> oh, I like um, the gore of it, but I like the the. It was unique for sure. Yeah, and and I like uh, it's showing that whatever this thing is, like this person, yeah, is not a person, right? Yeah, yes. you know, yeah. at that moment mm-hmm. that they are not, and then it like, and then it legitimately just sh- like, yes, you just know afterwards. But like that was the first semblance of like. Yes. Jeffrey or whatever is not human. Yes. I uh so then later we see Samuel has the same mask he had the woman's mask, the blonde woman's mask from earlier on the crow mm-hmm. and he is playing with it or whatever. Making that noise. Yeah. And I thought, "Oh, would you said so her name is Riley?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Riley is Samuel and that's the crow." Like that's all to like Samuel's wearing this mask of the blonde woman. So when she um, sees him on the thing, he she, she's actually talking to Samuel, not Riley. But then at the end of the movie, Riley actually shows up. And I was like, oh, so Riley is. But then, like I said, like we've talked about before, if you think about it too much, it doesn't make sense. So, like, how does he have her phone? How is he able to text her through that message thing? Why? Why did they set that up to be something because yeah. she says, I'll be there soon, or I'll be there in three hours. And then the next thing we see come to the building is the crow. And then we see Samuel with the crow. And so, anyway, that was one of the things where I was, where like we were talking about metaphor versus realism. I was like, you pick a lane, my man. Yeah. Well, that ending in general was, was hard because mm-hmm. you assume at the very end that everything she had went through was kind of a uh, psychological thing that she had gone through. Except... <laughs> When you when she walks up, the car is wrecked. There's blood, blood dragged across. She's got yep. blood on her thing, and so you're like, okay, There's so what blood happened? On her neck, yeah, yeah. What happened actually happened, but also, where's all the evidence of Jeffrey's? Yeah, I assumed. That, so I was thinking. So she she cuts his hand. He breaks his foot for a stupid like slips on his own blood or something for a stupid reason, and then, um. She stabs him in the side before all the multiple births start happening. Uh, oh, the one through the mouth was... Dis- Sorry, we only talked about that. Anyway. Um, it was all disgusting. Uh, she has the axe when when the husband re-arrives. 
I think I think the like I, like I said, that's why I think this is a trauma. Like it's her dealing with her trauma is because she has to kill it. She has to bury that axe in this in Jeffrey's bury head. the hatchet. I get it. Look at that. I didn't even think about that. See, yeah, but she had to kill this entity, and that would represent her getting over this whole situation. But she doesn't even do it. I think she does. I know, but like it doesn't even. It didn't show it though. Yeah, which is. Pussy shit, but oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so that yeah, and I think that's why she's. I think that's why Jeffrey's gone at the end is because she actually went through with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, but it still doesn't explain to us what Jeffrey is and why all the women like like there's women in this town because we see a woman police officer. Yeah. So like, how does that all work? And no yeah it, it the problem the biggest problem with the movie is there's no explanation they expect you to just like accept the weird that's a good yeah accept the weird then accept the weird yeah mm. um i do have to say as we're kind of talking about the birthing stuff is i understand we're in a time where uh men can have births but Damn, this was not the time to sneeze. What? But we're in a culture that men can. Birth. Sure. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, I it's, yes. I don't yeah. know if this is a commentary, but I think this went a little too far. Okay. I did not need force made vaginas and men's random body parts, like their anuses and their backs and their stomachs, a vagina just appearing and then a f- full man coming out of it. The whole time I was like. Because she has a knife or a, the hatchet at some point there, right? Yeah, before before the husband comes in. Yeah. So I was like, just stab it. When it's coming out, stab it in the head. Stop it, just backing away. Yeah. Just stab it. <laughs> I thought it, it also made it seem like that's what it wanted. And that mm. kind of made me mad because I was like, okay, so what? what is it? I don't know. Like, I... I don't know if I understood all the metaphors because sure. there's a lot here. It's a lot, yeah. Um, but the whole entire birthing process, it, none of that really makes sense to me. Unless there's some sort of cult churchy thing that I mm. don't know of that's pulling from that like hereditary. I don't. Sorry if I'm looping this in, but that's another A24 horror movie. Although that's this, a little bit slow I burn. I will say this movie is fairly. I mean. In terms of, like, the way it works, it is kind of similar. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, Hereditary, Hereditary is dealing with a uh, very niche, like, demon-worshipping cult. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the story. And, like, but I think that does a good job of, like, showing you that in a very small ways. And this tells you kind of something, but, like, I can't tell what it's pulling from right if it's pulling from anything like we don't know if it is just random metaphors for her grief and and her failed marriage and and being the reason why her husband ex-husband killed himself in such a brutal way um and which we don't even know is a suicide or not Mm, and like which is a big part Mm. of this which i do like that because the trailer showed it that it looked like it was just a suicide right and i like that this well, actually, I I thought that uh, the things that were 
stalking her in this weird place were the same things that maybe pushed him over the edge. Oh. But that did not happen. That's another thing of like a trailer leading me oh, in a way. Wouldn't that have been sick to like show you a flashback of him like hanging on the balcony and it's Jeffrey. Yeah. And he like, oh, that would have been crazy. I, I thought that's kind of like that the like I thought this was like a cult movie that yeah. wanted her and they like kind of did a midsummer thing. Where like they they manipulated the world to get this person into the scenario, so that they could, I thought they were going to like use her the as a birthing mm-hmm. for, and then it went a completely different direction. And I don't know if what in my head would be better or be worse because if I'm thinking it before I've watched the movie, then like, yeah. how cool is it? But also, I don't really love the direction that they went in the first place. So, sure. you know. yeah. Um, I, I don't want to say I hate this movie, but I hate this movie. And I think a big part of that is that I got, it got over and I had so many questions and like, I want to know, I want to know why she was trying to get a divorce in the first place. And I want to know why he is like, cause he said something like I've been this way the past year. It's not who I am. Or he mm. said something like that. Doesn't he also say something about her boss? Like maybe oh, she had an I don't affair. know. I don't know any of that. I do remember he does. Uh, he does say like, if there's something that like, if there's something about me that is not like, that's not what you married, tell me and I will, I yeah. will change. Like I will be what you married. You just have to tell me what I have to do. Yeah. And like, th- I think that's part of like the gaslighting thing. Cause it's like you, first You're of all, you are not telling me. So <sighs> well, like Sorry, as, a, as a man, you like, or as anybody, you can't just like change who you are. And also you are going to change as you, you, yeah, as you grow. As you grow up and get older. And so, mm-hmm. like, but that's also a part of marriage. You're like, okay, we are going to grow, but we're going to grow together. And mm-hmm. we're going to do things together. What? Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so, like, to say that line is, like, like I understand the gaslighting of, of that. But, like, he's trying to say that, like, if yeah. I, like, whatever about You don't me, know what you're doing wrong until... Either somebody you, tells you, yeah. yeah, and he's like, whatever I am, whatever piece of me that's like you don't love, that's made you not love me, like tell me so I can try to change. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think she's like this perfect person. And the movie kind of tries to make you feel like yeah. I got that a little bit. She yeah. is, but uh, obviously it is holding some stuff. Some yeah, stuff and back. that's what really irritated you. Yeah, I was like, why? If it is about her trauma, which I didn't even think about that in the slightest until you said something, Trevor, but I'm like, I'm still not convinced, but that's okay. (laughs) But I'm saying if it is, then like, okay, yes, what happened to her is traumatizing, but like what led up to that point matters too. And like, for me, you can't just like throw me into a story and have me believe all of these things that you're showing me without back like more backstory and also like the whole entire thing is about her bearing the hatchet of being guilty for the suicide 
because not only does she is is she divorcing him and he's saying if you divorce me I'm going to kill myself and yeah. you have that on your conscience and she's like you can't fucking say that to me she does it, it, it he says it anyways mm-hmm. but then we see in the moment he she kicks him out of the house and then he's trying to get back in and is not let in and then he maybe scales the walls and maybe doesn't end up falling to his death and you don't mm-hmm. know if it's a suicide or uh, an accidental death because yeah. he was just trying to say sorry to her mm-hmm. and so like there's the guilt of like okay maybe I killed him not because he was trying to kill himself mm-hmm. that was a lie I killed him because he was like just trying to talk to me and I kicked him out or whatever mm-hmm. um, I also I was just going to move on is that okay oh I well I lost where I was well, to, I, I remember you. To be fair, like I think I think that situation is complicated. I mean, her husband just full on hit her in the face enough to draw blood. Yeah, and I think her reaction was well justified. Uh huh. Now that being said, like he does want back. It, it's just a gray situation, man. Like for him to be outside the door. And and yelling at her to be let back in, and then for the and then for Reverend Jeffrey later to be like, well, did you give him a chance to apologize? Like, obviously, that's something she's thought about, and I think that's more like to the audience to be like, that's what this is. Oh, but where I was going to go with that, I finally remembered. Great, was because we get all of that, all of that, the whole situation of the hitting and the kicking out and her having the guilt of whether or not and we don't know if she's the reason why they're getting a divorce or not like we mm-hmm. we don't know why the breakup is happening yeah, we don't know exactly. if it's because the husband is just being distant or like has changed fundamentally as a person or if she has like whatever mm-hmm. and like found a different person or found different people and is mm-hmm. is like cheated and like not interested like what we don't know and so there's at there, there could be added guilt onto the character that we are not told as an audience mm-hmm. that i don't like mm-hmm. um and also this is a uh something that i dislike about some movies in general and this kind of has a, a same thing about it um I don't like it when movies use flashbacks um, mm. for for store like I don't like it when they hide flashbacks and they put them in into a a plot and then the main character is drawing from that mm-hmm. like we would same because they already know that information Mm -hmm. so that shouldn't Mm. be a new revelation to them and they shouldn't be acting like it's the first time they're getting that information and this movie does that from time to time and i don't like that and because it's new to us and that's fine but it it being shown to us should justify the feelings that they're having not cause the the emotions and reactions that they're having and i feel like some movies do like this movie does it a little bit it did it a little bit at the beginning and then it kind of strayed away from it. So I was okay with it, but it had me starting to think about how I don't like that in movies. And, and this kind of did it with like the church scene mm-hmm. stuff. And then after that, it wasn't as bad, but it still was kind of a hint of that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Murder, Murder on the Orient Express does that really bad, mm. also. But yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I also hate the. Um, is it metaphor? Is it real life? A lot because then it just created more questions for me in a movie that I already didn't understand. Yeah, and. Uh, I also still don't get why the husband was wrapped up into the Jeffries because why do all of the Jeffries look the same, but then yeah. the husband's the only one that looks different? Well, and uh, actually, that's what we talked about earlier. I I said there was a moment where I felt like they felt like they had like they felt like they had to hammer at home. Yeah, because in my mind, like I, I know I've, I I sound like a broken record, but like if if they are representing the trauma of her and that she needs to get. Not get over, but she needs to deal with the death of her husband and, and all of this. That because that's what I thought that was. I thought that's what all the multiple births meant was like we're not going to leave until you get over this. And then to have, I thought he was just going to walk in and that was going to be it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But then he walks in, he sits down, and he says the whole thing we we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. And I'm like, okay, that's like hitting the nail too hard on the head for me. Like I because. It, the injuries is what gave it away for me because after he gets the left arm thing figured out, like cut, cut. Mm-hmm. And then when the the foot breaks, I was like, okay, Jeffrey is representing the husband. That's also just so stupid to me because it was all like, none of that was natural. Like, like the hand cut was, wasn't natural. Right. She, d- she decided to hit the hand. Yeah. But it's create, it's creating the husband. It's through Jeffrey. But that's like some sort of supernatural destiny knowing of the future. Like, okay, all all of Jeffrey was created years in advance just for this one moment. So I don't like, know, man. This is just this is just my thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't like that. That I I didn't like the connection to the the cutting of the the mm. pretty much recreating the suicide slash yeah. maybe accidental death. I didn't like any of that. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't like the direction they went the last 10 minutes, really. I think that's bottom line. I didn't like the direction they went because it was kind of up in the air. of wh- you, you had Jeffrey that was this entity of a bunch of different people, mm-hmm. and you decided to create it to be the husband, and it didn't need to go that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what metaphorical thing I'm missing, but maybe the director could tell me real quick, and it would all <laughs> make sense. But from what I was shown on screen, it felt like a last ditch. Like, I don't know how to really, maybe I don't know how to close it, but like it could have gone in a way better direction. Maybe. And then didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I also got vibes of like, like uh, that movie, the scary movie where they are all wearing masks, maybe strangers. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, no. The Purge. I was thinking The Purge. No. Strangers is the... Oh, Happy Death Day? No. Okay. Strangers is one, but we haven't watched it. That's why... I think I've seen it. Okay. Um, Because they're all... They're like evil people and they just wear masks, and right? In the house, right? I don't know. Well, there's there's a few. Okay, well, my Happy point Death is... Happy Death Day, Stranger, and uh, The My Purge point is the in the ones. movie that I'm talking about, whichever one it is. Yeah. You might know by how I uh, describe it. it. But like they're... They're evil and they're like doing bad things and they don't give a reason in the movie that they're doing that. It's not Scream, is it? No. Oh, that's a good guess. But anyway, 
I think it's strangers, but I could be wrong. That's fine. What doesn't um, matter? Anyway, that the big the whole Jeffrey thing, like, why is that happening to her? Like, why yeah. is that not happening to other people who have trauma? Like, why or whatever it is, like, if it's not a metaphor, if it's real, you know, whatever, they don't really have a reason that they're going to her to do this, other than to, she's has what? some messed up stuff, but. I think that gets into like this is this is just the movie, yeah, and like this is just this is just this experience or this yeah. story to tell kind of thing, not necessarily I w- like the world. I was kind of thinking the same thing, but also as a movie ma- like I'm not saying I am a movie maker, but as a writer, and you've got to make it make sense in the world. You can't just be like things are happening so that I can have a story happen on screen. Those are what a lot of people consider bad movies because they're unrealistic. And I'm not saying this is a bad movie, but like I am. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people brought, like, yeah, a lot of people agree. And I, and I think that might be why is because it, it doesn't make sense in the reality. Like it, yeah. it just feels like things are happening to this person because things need to happen to this person for there to be a story. And that, it's a bad way to make a movie. There were lots of times in the movie that I was like, I would be gone. I don't know what she's doing. She said it still once. Still walking around, yeah. Yeah. but I'm That's like. That's also the classic, like, uh, we're watching a horror movie and they're living just life. And so the difference of, like, things happen yeah. to you in regular life and you don't just think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and move to a different state because something weird happened. Yeah. Whereas when you're watching a movie, like, Okay, I know things are going to get worse because right. I'm watching a horror movie. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I still stand by my statement. I understand. In this movie specifically, I, I get what you mean. Um, but that is like a normal horror yeah. movie trope. No, yeah, I know. Looking at it at and I don't lens. normally think about that in horror movies, but I thought about oh. that several oh, times in this one. I guess I was projecting because I hear a lot of people talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to get into ratings? Yeah, Close it out? Sure. Let's do it. Okay, Trevor, what you got? Yeah, this is a four for me. Uh, the reason it's not a, I, I kind of want to give it a five, but the re, I, I would, if I watched it again, I'd be able to tell you more, or if I hadn't watched it three or four days ago, yeah, yeah. I'd be able to get more specifically, but a lot of the technical aspects is what lowered it for me. The deep fake stuff was just a little too off putting, um, and didn't feel like it was well. And there were a couple of like landscape computer graphic things that I was like, this is not great. Sure. Um, but this is a four out of five. Tristan. I'm going to say two. Mm-hmm. I was thinking one to one. And I, a half. Was, I, I one would two. give it lower, but it, the only reason I'm giving it that high is because of the cinematography and the acting. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, So I think this movie is. I had the exact wording later, but we'll see how it works out. Um, Really like a really good movie to watch a bad movie to think about. Mm, sure. Yeah. So because you gotta when, take I, it for what it is. when I was watching it, I was like, I was super into like not into, but like I was super creeped out. Everything around the corner was like, I don't know what's about to happen. And for sure, nothing that I thought was going to happen, happen. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting five men giving birth in a row. Um, So like, I, I was like the 
different men coming out of different corners and just her like nothing going right for her in this place. And like, I, I was genuinely creeped out the whole entire movie. Um, and so like, uh, as a horror movie, I was, it, it did its purpose for the most part. But then when you sit down and you're really thinking about the movie, it's hard to justify what you saw for sure. a lot of it. And so out of the theaters and in my review on Letterboxd, I gave it a four. And and I think it's probably a three and a half when you think about it. But if you just sit there and watch it and take it at face value as a horror movie, I, I think it's decent. But yeah, once you really try to dig into what it's trying to say and how it's community, uh, it just, I think it does fall apart a little bit sure. as we've kind of seen as we talk about it. Um, so yeah, uh, before we end the one thing I was going to, the, the thing that ruined the, in the trailer that ruined it is the, the, is the big hall, the big uh, hall, the, the, when she's out in the forest and she finds the thing and she does the echoes and then the man comes up. Yeah. Mm, it shows that in the thing. trailer. Yeah. It, it shows the man walk yeah. standing yeah. up. And so that whole entire scene, I knew mm, somebody was going to pop up yeah. and I knew the man was going to sprint at her and I knew she was going to run away. So it ruined that whole scene Yeah, because I, I knew yeah, that that was wasn't going to, yeah, I sure. knew that like it was, it was eerie the whole time, but I'm like, okay, well, I know this is going to end with a man popping up and sprinting at her. Mm. So I was like, that's fair. It takes I, away from the suspense. Yeah. Yeah. It takes away th- from the suspense a hundred percent because. For, <clears throat> yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. You're just waiting for it to yeah. happen. Yeah. For me, it's I. Still a cool scene, but. I remember I was thinking we got past. Actually, I think it was that scene. Actually, we got past that. And I remember thinking, okay. I've seen everything that there is that there was that was in the trailer. I've already seen it. And there's still like an hour or more okay. left to go. And so that was my kind of thought. But yeah, I get, I get that. Gotcha. Like having the, having the suspense. Well, like I said with the Dr. Strange thing, I was the guy sprinting at the door line. was another, another one. Mm, I remember that. But yeah. Regardless. No, no, uh, I was, there were just like, that was yeah. just one thing, like a couple things of it. The trailer showing just a little too much, like just have the echo or whatever. Cause it was already an eerie situation. Yeah, like you don't need to have the man pop up and start sprinting. Like just just show that scene. Don't show like you don't show the end of a scene. Like yeah, that gives away that whole entire like that was literally the end of a ten minute long segment of the movie. Mm-hmm. You showed the very end of it, yeah. not the very end of it. Sorry, yeah, because the 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 man showing up in the picture was mm-hmm. was pretty creepy. That was mm-hmm. a, that that was a really good thing, and then he was actually there, which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you thought it was just going to be on our phone? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, the phone messing up and showing all the weird faces. I thought I was, dug mm. that a lot, actually. No, I dug it a lot, but then it it didn't match anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is like another thing that kind of made me mad because I was like, I feel like this could have been a solid like five out of five, one of the best horror movies of all time, and it just. It decided to be weird over good, mm, and I like the way you said that. And I, yeah, don't like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So okay, well, that's all of our. Uh, oh yeah, I said three and a half to four. Mm-hmm. I'll probably change my little box review to three and a half just because we uh, decided to dissect it sure. a thousand percent. Yeah. 
Um, okay, well, that's the end of the review. Next week, you're going to be doing the long-awaited... Bob's Burgers. Oh, my God. <laughs> you really just had to come in and steal it, didn't you? Sorry. Now we have to do it. It's written in stone. We said the same thing about ambulance, and guess what? Hmm. Um, you guys hate me. <laughs> no. Uh, next week, we're for sure going to do Top Gun Maverick because it's long-awaited. And we also did the Top Gun episode. We did so. the Top Gun episode that got like, I don't know, if a half of our... If you're listening to this, go listen to that because that's a fun episode. It is a I, fun episode. I think I listened to it twice. I had so much fun in that episode. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing Top Gun Maverick. And so to prep for that movie, go watch Top Gun, listen to our episode, then watch Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> and then once listen to our episode. Just have a solid seven hours of Top, Top, Gun Top Gun Day. Top Gun Day. So yeah, and then we might have a bonus episode of Bob's Burgers uh, because Tristan is a heavy Bob's Burgers fanatic. Uh, thanks to yours truly. Simp. Can we hear your Linda impression? Mm, I'm not ready. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe well, ne- maybe next week. Yeah, maybe on. I'll the- practice. <laughs> Sexy burger. <laughs> it was really bad. Now I feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's where we're gonna end it. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And again, make sure to rate and review. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man! You are one pathetic loser. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) No, none taken.